When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Robin Crane, and this is the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. Listen, I was a financial advisor for over a decade, and I got so sick of the old archaic strategies that your grandpa used to get clients. What the industry teaches today is still so outdated and just doesn't work anymore. So I had to find a better way for myself, and then I got obsessed with sharing these how-tos with other women like me. The stuff I teach doesn't require giving up your life, your sanity, or your family time. I want women like you to have it easier than I had it, so you can thrive in the industry. I've now helped thousands of women grow their financial businesses to multiple six figures, some even seven figures per year. So on this podcast, you're going to get an inside look at how they did it so you can do it too. Let's dive into the show. Hey, hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I want to talk about something that I call the commitment confidence question. Okay, now, this sounds like kind of a random thing. I don't know if you, this, this is something actually we use to try to figure out if there's a gap between where someone is and where they want to be. So this is something, if, if you are actually trying to get a client or a prospect rather to the next step, this is a, a good thing that you can use to understand. Is there a gap? This is not manipulative in any way. It's just to figure out, is there a gap? Because if there is a gap between where they are and where, or where they, where they are and where they want to be, then that makes sense if you can help them to move them to the next step. If there's no gap, it makes no sense. Okay. So the way it works is like this is like, well, what do you want? Okay. First, we got to figure out what do they want? And let's just say that they want um, to, in my case, they want to grow their business and they want to make, let's just say $250,000 a year. Okay. So that's what they want. So first I want to know, well, how committed are you to that? So scale one to 10, how committed are you? So if they're a 10, that means they're totally committed. Obviously, if they're a seven or a nine, even like there's something holding them back. So if you want to help someone, you got to know that they're committed because otherwise you're not going to be the best client, right? If you want to help them create wealth and you say, well, how committed are you to having this? They said they want to have $5 million by the time they're 60, or let's say they, they say they want to make sure to cover, you know, pay for their kids college, or they want to all of the above. Like they want to um, be able to go on a trip uh, around the world, whatever it is, whatever their goals are, you want to figure out what they want that they don't already have. And then you want to know how committed are they to that, you know, and if you're, if you're trying to get them to the next step, sometimes if we're trying to be a little bit more laid back about it and, and, and also try to get a bigger gap, you can not get the commitment, but instead you can actually ask them, how much would you like those things? Okay. I'm going to turn this around for you in a second though, but I want you to understand how we can use it to help other people. But more importantly, I want you to understand how we can use it to help yourself. Okay. Um, so the second part of the question is the confidence. And the question that I like to ask is, well, how confident are you? How confident are you that nothing will go wrong and you'll be able to do that? Okay. So let's say that they say, again, in my case, they want to make $250,000 a year. 
And I say, how committed are you to that? Or how much would you like to do that? And they say, oh yeah, 10, I'm super committed. Or I definitely, definitely want those things. Okay. And how confident are you that nothing will go wrong and you'll be able to get there? Now, this is what I find really, really interesting. Okay. The way that people like people's personalities will determine how they answer this question. All right. So some people might be, uh, I call it delusional and I'm, a, I have these money types and one is called a delusional Dan. Okay. So some are delusional where they're like, I'm a nine, you know, and you're like, okay, great. So you want to make 250,000 next year and you're a nine. Well, how much did you make last year? And they're like $20,000. And you're like, okay, well, how are you going to do that? Right. And, and so they're, they're committed to that, but they're, they're confident that they're going to get there, but they don't necessarily know how. All right. So what I want you to think about, so let me just give you the perspective of you as, as the advisor, as the coach, as the person who is asking them to see if you can help them. But I actually want to turn it around more to be about you and whether or not you're confident if you're going to get there and whether or not that's just because you're, you're ranking yourself in a confidence level based on actual facts or just based on feelings or just based on what you want, even though you have no idea how you're going to get there. Okay. So first let's take it for one of your clients. So let's, or one of your prospects. So let's say you're talking to a prospect, you want to help them grow their wealth. And you say, you know, you ask them all the things that they want. And you should, by the way, ask them all the things they want. If you're not doing this and you're just fact finding, you are missing a lot. Okay. You're missing a lot of people you could be helping because they don't necessarily want to hire a financial advisor but they definitely want or, and have bigger goals. And if you're just fact finding and they, they don't see a lot of gaps, then you might be, be leaving love on the table, not just money. Okay. Meaning you could be helping them and making a big impact in their life. Okay. So let's say they, they, you know, like I used the, the example earlier, they want to have $5 million by the time they're 60, they want to pay for their kids college. They want to travel around the world for the, for a year. Um, you know, they want to make sure, you know, stay healthy and make sure they can pay for their health and, God forbid something came up, they want to be able to pay for it health-wise. So you ask them all these things. Then you can say, well, how much would you like those things? Or how committed are you to having those things? And hopefully they're a 10. If they're a nine, or if they're an eight or any number other than 10, you can ask them, well, what's holding you back from getting there? Okay. That's one, one way to do it. And another thing you can say, well, what has to happen to get you to a 10? You know, because some people, they're not committed because they think they have to sacrifice something in order to be committed. So then you want to know, well, what is that that they're afraid they have to sacrifice? And let's just say they say, oh, well, I'm not a 10 because I still want to make sure, like, number one, my priority is to be a good mom and to, 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 to be with my kids. And so then you're like, okay, got it. Well, if you can still be a good mom and be with your kids, then would you be a 10? Uh, of course, yes. Okay, cool. So we want to get them to a 10. Now, if you say, well, how confident are you that nothing will go wrong? And you'll be able to get there. You'll be able to reach those goals. Okay. And again, this could be a personality thing. They could say nine and have nothing to back it up, or they can say two because they're not very confident and they have some insecurities, but you want to unpack that a little bit because you want to see if you can help them. Okay. So if someone says, you know, I'm a, I'm a nine, I would say, oh, wow. Like, so how do you know? Like, that's pretty confident. You're 90% confident you're going to get there. How do you know, like nothing will go wrong or what, what do you have in place to make sure that even if something does go wrong, you're, you know, totally taken care of and you can still reach your goals. Okay. So you want to question it, but in a way that's not going to make them feel like they're, you know, like you're, you're not going to make, you're not going to be a jerk about it. You can question it. Okay. But the idea of this is understanding from the outside perspective of someone else 
if you're thinking about a prospect and not yourself, when someone says nine and you're a financial advisor, you're an insurance professional, you know that the likelihood is that they're not really going to hit 90% of their goal, right? Someone says, or there's not really a 90% chance they're going to hit their goal. You know, so if they're like, oh, 5 million by the time I'm 60, I will say this, that that means five times nine is 45. Okay. That means that if they're right, the probability is that they'll have 4.5 million at age 60, which is 90% of 5 million and not 5 million. Now that's a big number for some people, a small number for other people, but 10% is a different life. And most people won't say nine. Most people will say eight. So then 80% of, of 5 million is, is less. That's 4 million, right? That's a different life if they have a million dollars less. Okay. Maybe they'll have to work five more years. That's a different life. Okay. So even when people think, oh, I'm 90% there, like, and they're completely delusional because most people, like, even if they think nothing will go wrong, they're just delusional. Um, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Okay. But even still, that's not good enough if someone's used to being on the bar, on track having a high standard, if they're, if they're going to lose 10% of what they think they could have, then it's also that that's not good enough. Okay. So that's the reason I brought that up first about how you can see somebody else is because most people will either exaggerate, like they'll, they'll be more confident where, where they shouldn't be. And I say that in a nice way. Okay. Or they'll be they'll, they'll be way less confident than they should be, but they're not usually at the place where that's actually accurate based on facts. It's usually based on feelings instead. Okay. Here's what I mean by that. So, um, how does Tony Robbins say it? He says something like most people, Oh, see things as either better than they are or worse than they are, but they don't see it as they actually are. Okay. So similar. So the reason I bring this up in regards to whether or not you are really on track to reach your goals is because you are either seeing your, your relationship with your confidence of how, how, how likely it is that you're going to reach your goals this year, either being better than it is. So you'll be like, okay, how, how committed are you to reaching your goal of $250,000 a year? And let's just say you say eight. Okay. So that means most likely if you're an eight, you're seeing things as better than they are. And if I were to unpack that, not in a way to make you feel bad, but I think you should do this on your own and say, well, what is what is backing that up? Like, how did I do last year? Now, last year you did 250. You're actually probably not seeing things better than they are. You're just probably seeing things worse than they are. Probably you can even do better, but maybe you're being very realistic because the market's been going up. And now you're thinking, well, it's very possible the market will come, come down this year and you still have to replace income that you lose. And so, you know, maybe that's pretty accurate, even if you've already done it before. But what I find, especially in like a lot of the, the people that I attract, because I, I have the delusional Dan in me, which is, I think, very big, sometimes see things as better than they are, is that a lot of people are saying they're confident they're going to reach their goals, but they have no backing for that. Okay. So if you are making $20,000 a year and you want to make 100000 this year, and you've never done it before ever, and you don't have any new strategies, and the strategies you were using before haven't been working then there's got to be either something new or you're investing a lot of money in yourself to say, I am committed to making this happen. And I'm confident that by investing in this program, in this you know, marketing tool, in this maybe Facebook ads, whatever, that by doing this different thing and getting expertise and getting help, that I am confident that I will reach that goal. 
Will nothing go wrong? How confident am I? Nothing go wrong. That's a tough one, Robs. Yep, I'm calling myself Robs. That's a tough one because something will always go wrong. The question is, are you prepared that even if something goes wrong, that you'll still be able to reach your goals? And that's what I want you to think about. And then some people are on the opposite spectrum, where if you say, how confident are you that nothing will go wrong? Like I talked to someone the other day, actually, and you know she wants to make basically six figures. Let's just say, make it easy. Okay, this year. And she hasn't done it before. And I said, you know, how committed are you? And she's like, I'm a 10, definitely committed to that. And I said, how confident are you? Nothing will go wrong and you'll be able to reach those goal, that goal. And she said, one, zero, zero. You know, she was, she was like, I'm, I'm being real. Like I said, if you were to do this on your own. Okay. But she was in a place where she's like, I want help. I need help. Can you help me? Because she knows, and she's being realistic with herself that it's not that she can't do it. She's committed to doing it. So now she's looking for a way to make it happen. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. If you're listening to this, if you're driving around or you're, you're in the car or you're at home with your kids, whatever, think about it. If you can write it down, great, but write down your goal. What's your goal over the next 12 months? Revenue goal. Here's my goal. $100,000, $150,000, $2.5 million, whatever it is for you. Okay. How, and then ask yourself, how committed are you to reaching that goal? And be real, be real with yourself. How committed are you to reaching that goal? If you are a 10, that does not mean you're going to cut off your left arm in order to make it happen. Okay. It's kind of like, I, I should have probably given this, this joke first, but if I say, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds and you say, how committed are you to doing that? I'm like, I'm a 10 and I'm totally committed to it by doing it by tomorrow. The only way I'm going to lose 10 pounds by tomorrow is if I cut off my leg. Okay. <laughs> 10 pounds of a leg. I think I stole that from Tony Robbins. Okay. So you can do it, but it, it like, you might not be willing to sacrifice like a leg for it. Okay. So, um, in the same circumstance, you might say, okay, I I'm totally committed to reaching my goal. Let's just call it of six figures, whatever, but I'm not going to sacrifice, you know, time with my family and any of that, that doesn't mean you're not committed. That just means that you have, you draw a line in the sand. There's certain standards that you have, but if you're committed, that means you're willing to stretch more than anything. It's not about time. It's that you're willing to stretch outside your comfort zone. You're willing to take risks. If you say you're committed and you've never gotten that result before, especially, and you're totally committed, you definitely cannot do the same thing and just work harder and work longer. I talked to someone the other day who was basically, you know, like I, she's like, I, I want to essentially two and a half times her, her revenue or income. And she has already taken things off of her plate time-wise so that she can do that. So she's going to double her time. Now, doubling her time could get her there depending on how she's getting those results. If she's working her warm market in 20 hours a week and she's maxed out and tapped out on the warm market and she has no other strategy, then even doubling her time is not going to get her to double her income, right? It's not always just scale one-to-one or two-to-one like that, right? So we need to be like really thinking about the how, but in this event, we, um, we go over like how to position yourself for profits, right? So that position yourself as an expert to attract the right people, to convert them to the next step and to be able to do this consistently. Okay. And so if you are, if you just double your activity, double the time that you spend, you can't necessarily be confident that you're going to be able to scale to that level. Okay. You, you might be able to, you might not, it might just take extra time, but wouldn't it be better if you actually didn't have to double your time, but instead you can do the right activity and be more focused on the right things. 
And those things can get you the result. Okay. You can double your, your revenue without doubling your time. Otherwise, like most people are already working hundred percent, you know, as much as they're willing to work time-wise. So we can't double it. All right. So let me go back to this whole idea. Okay. Commitment. How committed are you? Write down your goal and scale one to 10. How committed are you? If you are not a level 10, you have to ask yourself, well, what has to happen to get me to a 10? Like if you're not committed, I guarantee you will not hit your goal. If you're a nine, it's not like a 10% chance you're not going to hit it. <laughs> it's actually much higher chance. I don't know how to do those stats, but I'll just tell you that if you're only a nine, it's like you're halfway there. You're halfway there. That extra 10% or even a 99% commitment, the extra 1%, it's like you're only halfway there. It's not like equal. Like if you're 50% committed, you're 50% of the way there. Now, if you're 50% committed, you probably won't even take one step, right? So you have to be 100% committed to get 100% of the way there. Okay, so how committed are you? If you're not committed at a level 10, like get there. If whether whatever it is, revenue goal, how many clients, or I wouldn't say number of clients, but like the type of clients, something like that. Okay, then ask yourself and try to be as real as possible because just know that human nature, you're gonna either see it better than it is or worse than it is. So ask yourself truly, like how confident are you that nothing will go wrong and I'll get there? And if you're just randomly a nine, but you have nothing to back that up, then start backing it up. Okay, here's how I know. I'm a nine in confidence level that I'm going to get there because I'm committed. Okay, but how are you going to get there? Oh, I know what I was going to say regarding PYFP, regarding the event. So one of the things that we do at the event is we actually reverse engineer this. So we take your monthly goal, your income goal, and then we say, okay, your monthly goal, let's just say, make it easy numbers is $10,000 a month. Okay, and then we go, okay, well, how, what, 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 what are you getting on average per client? Just again, easy numbers. Let's just say it's a thousand dollars per client. That means you need 10 clients. And then what happens before they become a client? Like you have a second or a third meeting or whatever. And then how many of those do you close? So you're closing, you know, let's just 50% in those. So if you need 10 clients, you're only closing 50% of the meeting before they become a client, then you need 20 of those meetings. And let's say that's a second meeting assuming you have two, two, two meeting close. And then you go to the next one. I know this is going to sound complicated, just listening, but then you're like, well, what happens before that second meeting? It's a first meeting. And that first meeting, you close one in four, something like that. Okay. Or one in five. Okay. So if that's the case, one in five would be two out of 10, right? So then you're going to need, I think 40. I could, I'm probably doing that wrong. I think you need 80, something like that. I can't do the math that fast. Okay. But basically we start backtracking it. And what happens every time I do that, this at the positioning yourself for profits event, even though people are like, oh yeah, I'm going to reach my goals. When we backtrack what they're doing, we reverse engineer it to see what, how much of that activity they need to do. It's impossible. Like with what they're doing. And this happened, one of ours, oh my gosh, it was so awesome. We have this with one of our clients, uh, Jamie Bateau. She actually did this with me during the position yourself for profits event. And we got to something like she was going to need based on the average that she was making per client at that point, she was going to need something like 300 new appointments per month with new people. I'm like, okay, what marketing are you going to do to get 300 new people to meet with? And like, not only what marketing is going to do that, because there's no way the marketing would do that. Right. I mean, she, she didn't have the marketing in place to get 300 new people on her calendar, but she sure also didn't have the time to do 300 appointments a month, right? So it's really important to see, I like to call that the money math, to see the money math and to see it's not just about, okay, I'm just confident I'm going to get there because I am, or I'm just not confident I'm going to get there because I have no clue how to do it. 
I mean, if you're not confident you're going to get there, then it's a good indication that you need help. If you're overconfident you're going to get there, but you have nothing to back that up, it's important to see the reality of like, well, how are you going to do that? Because otherwise the chances of you reaching your goal is almost zero, even though you might be 90% confidence. Okay. So this is to help you actually build a, I don't want to say plan, but build a strategy and actually set yourself up to have that success. So you reach your goals. I can't tell you how many people I talk to who have a goal that's completely arbitrary. You know, I'm going to do hundred thousand this year. I'm going to do 2 million this year. I'm going to do whatever. Okay. Let's reverse engineer it. Where are those people coming from? And from these strategies, what are your, we call them KPIs, your key performance indicators, right? So what are your conversions essentially? And that's what I was doing when I was saying this money math of backtracking it. If you're get, where are you already getting clients? How do we base this on, you know, reality? And I don't mean to be realistic. I don't actually care if you're realistic or not, because you might've made 20,000 last year. And this happened with one of our clients, Heather, she made 20,000. And then, um, this was in 2019, 2020 came along. She had made no money till April. She joined our program. And in two and a half months, she made $70,000. How did she do that? Like she went from 20,000. Was that realistic to 20,000 a whole year to then 70,000 in two months? That wasn't realistic. Okay. But how did she do that? Well, she changed her strategies. She actually invested in herself. She took a big risk. Then if you don't have like the current strategies that are getting you the results that you want, you actually have to do something different. And that could be working with us. And we have the strategies. It could be working with someone else, but it's definitely not just following the same systems you've been following. Even though people in your company might be telling you, oh, just go network, go just go keep throwing stuff at the wall. If you don't have the KPIs, you don't have the, the conversion numbers to back that up, to be like, if I go to this many networking events and then I have to get this many cards, you know, business cards, and I have to follow up with this many people. So let's just say you got to go to three networking events per month. If every networking event, you get at least five business cards, that's 15 in a month. And you're saying for each of the, of the 15, I get half of those to a cup of coffee. Let's just call it seven. Okay. I get seven of those people. And of those cup of coffee, I end up getting uh, three people to discovery call, two people to a strategy session and one client. Okay. Now you got one client and worth how much, let's say that one client is typically on average worth a thousand dollars to you. You have to go to three networking events to get a thousand dollars. Okay. Maybe it's worth 10,000 to you. You got to go to three networking events and I get 10,000. And if that's what you need to make 10,000, if you already proved that for every three networking events, you get one client and make 10,000. And you just want to do that every single month and make 120,000 a year. You should be confident that you can do that as long as nothing changes. And hopefully it keeps going the way it's going, then we might be okay. All right. So you could say, I have, I have the information. I have the the, the conversion numbers, I understand what my numbers are, that I can actually be at a level 10 in confidence that I can reach these goals. Now, it's still not answering the question that nothing will go wrong, but let's just say that because based on past performance, past performance does not indicate future results. That's what you say. But based on past performance of myself and what I've done and the marketing activities that I've done and the results that I've gotten, not just I wait for referrals and hope and pray and whenever they come, it's good enough. I mean, you can't rely on that. So it's got to be something reliable that you can control that you can go do. But of these activities that I've done in the past, I know I get this do this many of this activity and I get this, this result then you can say with confidence that you can be at a level 10. Now, when you add the nothing can go wrong, you got to be like, well, what happens if the market goes down 20 or 30% this year? 
am I still going to hit my revenue goal? Well, not if you have AUM and you're relying on that. So you got to take that into account. What happens if networking, which is the one thing I'm relying on, if that's the case, there is no more networking. Pandemic, World War III, who knows what the heck's going to happen these days. And now you can't end up, you know, you don't do that. Do you have a backup plan? Do you have more than one strategy that you're using that you know that if something does go wrong, you're still going to be okay? And you, of all people, someone who typically the financial people in insurance and finances, you know, you hear all the time, story after story after story, people coming in who think they're on track and they're not because they assumed or made some assumptions um, that this is what will happen. And then it didn't happen. So the reason I'm doing this podcast and having you listen to this is because I want you to hit your goals really freaking badly. I want you to be able to, to reach your goals and, and, and exceed your goals. And so I want to set you up for success. And unfortunately it's very, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's just, it's very disappointing when you try so hard and work so hard and don't reach your goals. It's not for lack of working hard. It's because you haven't really reverse engineered it to plan to figure out what do you need to do in order to make it happen. And not to mention, sorry to say, but the industry doesn't have the strategies. And that's why we are we pride ourselves on having these strategies. And we're very proud of that because we know that if you do what we tell you to do, it will work. It will actually work. And there's a certain formula that we've tested that we already know. And we also got to look at your numbers, right? To make sure that you're getting the KPIs that we assume that you're going to get. Okay, so take that today, put that into action, commitment, confidence. You can use it yourself. You can use it to help your clients. Um, And then you can, I mean, more importantly, you can reach your goals. And by you reaching goals and making more money, you'll be able to help more people. Bye-bye. Are you getting all the quality prospects on your calendar that you'd like? If not, join us in the Appointment Generator Challenge. Go to femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for free. We guarantee you'll get five quality appointments in five days if you follow this system and you can do it from online. You don't even have to pick up the phone. Whether you're just starting, whether you've been in the industry three to five years or even 30 years, this challenge will be perfect for you. Check it out, femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for absolutely free. Can't wait to see you there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.